Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode 33. Okay, so we've been spending a lot of time focusing on habits, on making changes, on how we resist ourselves, and how to use specific points of view or perspectives to allow us to really move through life in the most optimal way. And so on that theme, in today's podcast, I wanna talk about garden hoses. Now, if you would imagine for a moment that all of the pathways in your body that carry fluids and gases and energies and electrical signals, if you would imagine them like garden hoses, then it's easy to imagine the flow moving through those garden hoses. Now, at the same time as you're imagining all these pathways, we also know that there are times when we're referring to having blockages in our pathways. Now, maybe that's you know a vascular blockage in your vascular system where your blood flows. Maybe it's a blockage in a nerve. Maybe it's a pinched nerve. Um, maybe it's um, you know blockage in your intestines, um, and maybe it's a blockage in your energy pathways. And so we can all relate to what that would be like. Well, the other day, I had a wonderful client, and I were doing a Q and A. And she was starting our kundalini yoga practices within the flow mind mastermind. And so she noticed that some things were coming up for her when she was doing the practices. She was having emotions, she was having thoughts, her body had different sensations, and she was just looking for a little guidance and clarity as to what she was experiencing and whether or not that level of intensity was a good thing or she should make some kind of shifts. And so as she was talking, the imagery of the garden hose just came popping in. And so here's what you need to know. What you hold in your body in the form of quote unquote blockage when it comes to energy is really thoughts, emotions, stories, memories, it's bracings when something's happened and you haven't really dealt with it or let go. When we think of animals, if an animal goes into a fight-flight state, they react, they run, they fight, they, you know, they do what they need to do to get through the emergency. And when the emergency is over, they stop and they shake. And when they shake, they just discharge all that extra energy and then go back to grazing or drinking water or meandering around back in a calm state in their body. But as humans, we don't shake. We don't discharge a lot of our experiences. Sometimes it's because we don't have time. Sometimes it's because the idea of the emergency doesn't really end. Or we just move on to the next thing and we don't really process the experience. And so energy-wise, we can accumulate a lot of story and a lot of unprocessed, undigested experience. And so then as energy goes to flow through the body, whatever part of the body that's kind of hanging on to that information, well, it can create more of a density, more of a blockage. 
This is why in Chinese medicine they use acupuncture to open up pathways. Um, you can use acupressure points, massage therapy helps open things up, um, energy work helps open things up, and in the case of this client, kundalini tantric yoga practices also help open up these pathways. And so, again, coming back to the garden hose analogy, sometimes a garden hose can get filled with all kinds of things. It might have rocks in it, it might have clumps of mud, there might be, you know, leaves or grass or, you know, something could be in the garden hose. And so when you flow water into the garden hose, it can kind of, you know, get a little bit plugged or it flows good and then it stops and then it flows good and you know what I mean, right? And sometimes in the right combination, that garden hose can even whip around on the grass in kind of an erratic way that's not really the way you want your garden hose to flow, right? And so there's always a balance between what kind of pressure you apply to the flow. And so maybe sometimes you want the water to flow slowly through the hose and give time for things to soak you know, to really moisten up and soften, so it's easier for them to break down and actually move through the garden hose. And sometimes you need to really apply the pressure so you can just kind of blow it out, right? So in the analogy of the garden hose, we can understand this with the flow of water, but what does it mean in the body through the energy pathways? What does it mean there? Well. It means the intensity of the amount of energy running through your body. Now, in the case of the Kundalini Tantric Yoga practices, we're using breath strategically. We put our awareness in our breath. We breathe in specific patterns that have specific effects on our physiology so that we can amplify the amount of energy in our body and then at times we suspend our breath and maybe even apply specific musculature to create locks and holds so that we can soak that energy in specific pathways of the body. And then it's more of a passive, relaxing, surrendering suspension of the energy, which is beautiful at helping things soak. As that's happening, it's gentle, it allows for whatever that blockage is to get that needed energy and awareness to gently start to loosen it to create more flow. Well, sometimes we also amplify the breath, the focus, the movements, and we specifically and strategically direct that energy to amplify and go faster and more pressure and more power through those pathways to really create large openings in the body. Now, the thing to remember is what exactly are these blockages? And so when we're dissolving them or softening them, when we're bringing that awareness in with that activated prana, the breath, we're getting to find out what's in them. We're getting to find out what is the mental construct that's encapsulated the energy. In other words, what's the attitude or perspective that we're holding? And then what kind of energies inside that perspective? In other words, what kind of emotions are attached to that point of view or that memory? 
And, you know, how did that affect our system? Was it a pleasurable memory? Was it a, un, you know, uncomfortable memory? Was it a traumatic or terrifying memory? And when we had this experience, what did our body do? Did it tense? Did it lock up? Did we go into a freeze mode? Did we go into fight flight? How were we breathing? How were we holding the body? How did we react? What, what were our thoughts? What were our actions? Well, when you consciously put your awareness in your breath, and then you amplify the breath, and you either let it soak in the body by gently suspending your breath and letting it soak, or whether you move quickly and powerfully with the breath and you flush it through, that awareness is meeting and unpacking all that information. Now, the body writes information into it in the rawest form of sensation. So at the rawest form, it'll have you know, a smell and a taste, it'll have a look, a feel, and a sound. It might even feel like a texture or a temperature. It might be prickly or you know, like a big fat block, right? It's got all these things happening at the raw data level. Then from that data, then come the thoughts and the emotions and the more details of the story. So sometimes when you've amplified the energy and you're either soaking it in the body or you're flushing it through, all you really ever sense is the sensation. And so you just stay neutral and maybe you feel a little heat or a little tingling or a little prickliness or a bit of pressure and then a release. And you don't ever really 100% know what it was that just flushed out of the body, but you know that you feel more open and more clear. But sometimes, when that energy is being moved through, it might start to move a limb or shake a part of your body, just like that garden hose whipping around on the grass, because it's actually moving and reconstructing the pathway through that particular pathway. And sometimes, the emotions come, you know, like water soaking and, us and really unpacking the energy that's in there, and so maybe there's tears or laughter. You know, maybe there's shuddering or different breath patterns that you can't control that just happen. Maybe there's thoughts and stories. Maybe there's visions. Maybe you hear things. Maybe you actually smell, taste, see, feel, or hear things. It's really cool. Because ultimately, our body is like a hard drive. It's a database that records our history. It starts off with the history we inherited in our baby body, that kind of like a pre-programming and a preset of human information, and then it's been added to through our experiences. So when you deliberately put your awareness in the breath and then focus that breath into the body and you just sit in that neutrality, whether you're soaking in suspension or you're actively breathing and moving the body to move that energy through, well, your awareness is becoming aware of what you're made of. This is a great thing. Now, this wonderful client who posed this beautiful question, 
who's just starting out, and, and in her case, her body was ready to start releasing things. And so she was having some bigger experiences, meaning she was having the body shake, she was having the temperature, she was having the emotions, she was having the memories. And so her mind, of course, this was new to her, so needed more context. Well, here's the context. Everything that she was unpacking was a memory. What our mind tends to do is it tends to confuse the experience that you're having in the moment of unpacking as being what's happening now. But when you can step back and kind of hold space for yourself, meaning just witness what's going on without trying to affect it or trying to judge it or weigh it, but just watch what's going on and witness what's going on in, the, in this opening, when you can do that, you unpack the past and you get to see it from the present. Because things that happened to us in the past happen to us at a time and a certain evolution and a certain state of perspectives and personal knowledge and human growth. But we're, we're different now than we were in the past. We're wiser. We're more experienced. We're, you know, we've been learning and growing and evolving. And so our perspective now might be different than it was in the past. And so this is, gives us a chance to review the information that we hold. And then we can evolve it. We can let some information go. We can clean up the hard drive, so to speak. Let go of the things that aren't really productive or helpful, or maybe even we see differently now. We reframe them. Or maybe we run across something that's such a good memory that's so life-enhancing and powerful that instead we amplify it with more good feelings and energy. It can go both ways. But this review allows us to not only flush open these pathways, but to make sense of all the experience right from a raw sensory place. Because again, remember, a good lot of the things that get cleared in these practices are simple sensations. Sometimes we do get into the deep emotions or the memories or the mental constructs. And it teaches us how to process our lives. Well, the beautiful part about this, and kind of getting way ahead here, but the beautiful part about this is that when you develop a practice like the Kundalini Tantric Yoga, where you're you know, on a frequent, regular basis, connecting your mind, your breath, your body in specific, strategic, targeted practices, when you do this on a regular basis, you train yourself not only to clean up the past, but you train yourself to be present in the moment. Which means that as you're experiencing your life, you're sorting it out. Which means you're only recording the information that's going to be valuable to who you are as a person. So you're editing as you're saving information. A great, wonderful thing. So why does it even matter? Well, we've talked about this in prior podcasts, but your body being like a hard drive full of informations or information and programs, well, when the light of you shines through your cellular structure, you're creating through all that information. And so do you ever notice that oftentimes people will have 
you know, some kind of pattern or experience where they, they want to change what they're creating, they want to change what they're creating, but it doesn't seem to matter how hard they try, they keep creating the thing they don't want to create. Well, oftentimes it's because there's some kind of pattern, program, memory, belief about self, something that's maybe hidden, unconscious, subconscious, or not yet processed in the body. And so life will always highlight those things. We call it suffering, discomfort, pain. Life will highlight those things so that we can sort them out. Well, developing a practice and, you know, it could be all kinds of different ways that you do this practice. But in particular, the one we're talking about, the Kundalini Tantric Yoga, doing a practice like that gives you the opportunity to not only, again, clean up the hard drive, but to train yourself to clean it on the fly. In other words, to make intentional recordings and really shape the person that you want to be to hold the beliefs you want to believe, to keep the perspectives that they're the most life-enhancing, to build the compassion and love for yourself, to build non-judgment of yourself. Because again, your hard drive is full of a lot of information, but a lot of it you inherited or you learned when you were so young, you had no way to discern what was good information and what wasn't. And so all we can ever do is meet ourselves in the moment and do the best job we know how based on what it is we're running from our hard drive and how much awareness we're, we're using in that moment. So any practice that you could develop that teaches you mindfulness, that teaches you to be present in your breath, that teaches you to be present with the experience that's happening, to you know, be able to have compassion and self-love, to be able to look at what's going on with yourself and just allow it to unpack and inform you without trying to suppress it, avoid it, distract or impair it. Any practice that you can develop in your life that will do that will help you flush those garden hoses in ways where sometimes you soak, and sometimes you pressure wash through them. Thank you for listening to the Radical Flow podcast. It always means the world to me that you do. And if you'd love to engage in some of these flow practices, the flow mind mindsets, please go to flowtribe.ca, reach out to me, and we will make sure you get into the right coaching program for you. And until next time, we'll see you in the flow.